Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. I'm Hunter Bailey from the Charlotte Observer and the Charlotte Post, by the way, as always, a renaissance man, helping us break it all down, watching the Charlotte 49ers in action this weekend. Hunter, do you have a confirmation yet as if to Jim Harbaugh will be joining Biff Pogey on the sideline after Pogey extended that invite? I don't yet, man, but I am in the process of making a really good meme, so be on the lookout for that here soon. <laughs> that's what I, I Honestly, that's what I want anyway. I mean, a, a good meme would be even better if that thing can go viral then we could just have a fun few jokes with it i'm with that so make sure you follow hunter on twitter at hunter underscore bailey 45 and he'll bring a good meme for you in just a moment here's a question that we had yesterday me and Wes were talking about it hunter the last two games have seen the charlotte 49ers improve quite a bit we even got to see them come back the offense performed against tulsa a few weeks back despite falling to a 7-0 deficit I didn't think they were going to beat Memphis. I I thought even with the 49ers playing better, them sticking with Trexler Ivy, him playing good football, Memphis just seemed too much of a powerhouse for me. And they had a chance, Hunter. Like that game had everything, four interceptions. It's it's awful, but you still had a chance to beat that kind of squad. Should we have more confidence in this 49ers team as we end the season within the next couple of games? Man, I I think the main takeaway from that game is is that you are a quarterback away from being where you want where you want to be. And I know obviously quarterback the most position most important position on the field and maybe even in sports. That's key. You have to get that right. And obviously we've seen a lot of struggles with that uh, since Chris Reynolds has played his last snaps in Green Gold. But the deal is the team is improving. And talk about the running game, man. I mean, you get 198 yards from a walk on. Even me, who covers this team year-round, uh, when I see him get his first carry, I'm checking the roster. Who was 38? Who was 38? And, and you see 223 rushing yards against a solid Memphis team. I mean, this is the upper echelon of the American. And Ryan Osborne said it, the defensive coordinator, uh, before the game, he said Memphis is who we aspire to be in terms of putting guys in the league, competing in New York Six Bowls, competing for AAC championships, and then to say that and push them, push them to the brink, man. They, they had multiple opportunities to win that game. And the program is definitely, you, you like where they're headed, but that's, that's one you got to finish to really take that step. Hunter, it felt like that was the identity that they had wanted to portray all year long, running the football, maybe not the four interceptions. You'd rather your QB not turn it over at that kind of rate, but 198 yards for the walk-on, as you mentioned, 24 carries, the offensive line actually blocking for either one of these running backs getting a carry. It felt as close to the identity they wanted as possible. And speaking of, you mentioned the walk-on running back, Hassan Wilson comes in and has that impressive performance. What do you make of his long-term eligibility here alongside like Darrell Robinson? Are they just going to roll with these guys going forward? How, how did this guy you know, emerge the way he did with us not having any information on him before this game? That's, that's part of it, man. And you look at the team and it's like, all right, next man up has been the deal all year. You've got quite a few quarterbacks going in and out. We've talked about that at length. You've got the suspension, guys stepping up, and then you have the injuries at running back. Darrell Robinson out for the year with an ankle, Shad Bird dealing with a lower leg injury, and then Teron Kelman walking around on the sideline in the boot last week opens the door up for that fourth, fifth, sixth guy on the depth chart, and then Hassan Wilson just flashed. And when you, when you look at his game, 
he's, I mean, he had one carry before this, and it was for four yards in garbage time against Rice uh, in the blowout victory last year. Uh, he tore his ACL, PCL, and MCL in high school. Had a big recovery for that. That's part of the reason why he didn't get a scholarship, ended up as a walk-on. Uh, but he, he's really a cool story. And, I mean, you go for 200, basically, and three touchdowns in game one. Like, he's he's going to get the lion's share of the carries this week. And then you're going to find out, was it a flash in the pan, maybe like Trexor Ivy's comeback performance against Tulsa? Do you have that comeback-to-earth moment where, like you said, talked about the four interceptions with Hassan? What I see is that this offensive line is coming together. And that's something that's been huge as far as just development and growth of the team, right? We talked about in the preseason and the entire offseason that this offensive line was kind of like a hodgepodge of pieces put together with only one returning starter from a season ago. That's Johnny King. He's now out for the season. So you got a walk-on center, Isaiah Bullardick, snapping to a walk-on quarterback, Trex Ravi, handing off to a walk-on running back. And uh, one quick thing as far as Jim Harbaugh, I did just get a text that the invitation is real and they're waiting on a response if he's coming this weekend or not. So we'll know soon. Hunter Bailey, breaking news as he's on the Wesson Walker show. That's why he has a weekly appearance. It's Sports Radio 92.7 WFNZ. The invitation is real. We're awaiting on confirmation whether Jim Harbaugh is going to show up on the sideline next to Biff Pogey. That would be fascinating. Real quickly, we only have a few minutes here. So if you want to text in a question for Hunter, if you are a Charlotte 49er fan, feel free to do so. 704-570-9610 is the number. I wanted to ask you about the Duke Mayo Classic. Duke's Mayo Classic. I'm sorry, it's plural. Here, Hunter, you get to see Appalachian State and Charlotte. Go at it. 2025 against uh, against one another in Bank of America Stadium. How big a deal is this for the 49er program? I think it, I think it's huge, right? I mean, Mike Phillips talked a lot about he wants to schedule the big in-state rivalry games. He wanted to get this, I guess, a fourth game in the series renewed, and they made it happen. They had to replace the out-of-conference game with ECU on the 2025 schedule. What better way to kick off college football season Thursday in August 2025 uh, at Bank of America Stadium against a team that you want to be rivals with, right? We've talked about this before off the air. They played three times. One of them was a blowout. The previous two were both really fun games, yeah. uh, one-score games in the fourth quarter for both of them. Uh, and while Charlotte didn't really have the upper hand in either of those, they were definitely trailing throughout. It was fun games. I mean, we saw the – App State fans, or that not App State fans, the App State players with the banter holding up the club lit sign in the locker room talking their talk. And you want to see more of that, right? And I don't know where I'm going to be in 2025, whether it's covering Charlotte, uh, but I will tell you I will be at that game as a fan if I am not covering it because that's going to be a ton of fun. Yeah, it is going to be a lot of fun. You're right. They do have, even if it's not a long history, they do have a fun history with a couple of those games happening recently. Final thing for me, Hunter, you tweeted this out just a couple days ago that it was a year ago from November 15th that Biff Pogey uh, was hired as the Charlotte's 49er third football coach in their program's history. Where would you say the start of, uh, where would you say the state, I should say, of Charlotte football is now compared to where it was a year ago before they hired Biff Pogey? I really think it looks at, or it depends on which lens you're looking through, right? Because if you look at the preseason statements from Biff, about how they're going to win the league. They're going to do X, Y, and Z. They wanted 15 episodes of the Mining for Greatness docuseries to account for how many games they're going to play. If you look at it like that, you look at it at this point, right? You've got three wins. 
got two games left. The bowl is out the window. Uh, but if you look at it from, hey, this is a roster with 70 new players and a brand-new coaching staff trying to replace the program's best quarterback and Chris Reynolds, I think you can see somewhat of the production, right? And it was a slow start. You come out swinging against Maryland. You ultimately lose that game. Keep it close with Florida, lose that game. But I really think the past two is kind of where you've seen the, the trajectory switch as well as the ECU game. You talk about a signature win in year one. I know the ECU is having a down year. I believe they have two wins now. But to go to Greenville, beat them on homecoming in the first ever match, that's your signature win. And then you have a road victory, a couple road victories in overtime. And like I say, man, had you got the Memphis win last Saturday, which, I mean, they were up 10 points in the fourth quarter. It was there for the taking. Had you got that win, everyone's talking about the season drastically differently. And the bowl is still on the table, closing with two teams like Rice and USF, who – when you look at it on paper, you expect Charlotte to contend with and even be in some of these situations. So it just depends which seat you're looking at it from. In my opinion, I think I said five wins was the expectation was gravy. Uh, me and you, me and you talk bowl on here, so I can't even act like I didn't say that. <laughs> we did. Five, we were big time homers at the beginning of the season. Yeah. That's true. Five was like, okay, if you get to five, you feel good. Right. And they still have the opportunity to do that. And then they're going to have a chance to scour the portal. Like Ryan Osborne already put out the bat, bat signal saying, if you're a power five drop down, come on to Charlotte, come on to the 704. We'll take you, we'll play you. And I think that they're going to be extremely active in the portal as soon as the season is over. All right, that's Hunter Bailey on the Body Works Plus guest hotline. You can follow him on Twitter at Hunter underscore Bailey 45, also host of the Highway 49 podcast. You can check out his work not only on the Charlotte Observer, but he also covers the Charlotte Hornets for the Charlotte Post. Lots of places to check out Hunter's content. Hunter, we appreciate the time, man. Have a great weekend. Yes, sir. Take it easy, man.